Hello, baseball fans, and welcome to the Batter's Box on WNSP Now. We're broadcasting from the WNSP studio on Dolphin Street in Mobile, Alabama. I'm Joey Warner, and I'm by myself tonight. My partner, Ricky Patterson, has reported to Sarasota, Florida, where he is a manager in a college baseball league, and he will be down there for the next six weeks. We'll be trying to make contact with him periodically. But it's a good night here in Mobile, Alabama, and we're going to talk baseball for the next little while, and we're going to have two guests on. In a little while, we're going to have Josh Gunther of Bayside Academy. Josh was the Baldwin County Pitcher of the Year for 2023, and believe it or not, he was the Baldwin County Pitcher of the Year for 2021. Josh has already signed with Wake Forest University, who is the number one ranked college team in the nation. And we're going to find out some good things from Josh Gunther here shortly. And then later on, we're going to talk with Trevor Murphy of Baldwin County. Trevor was the Baldwin County Player of the Year, and he had a great season at Baldwin County, and he will be playing for Bishop State and Coach James Hattenstein next year. So we'll be talking to them in a little bit later. Well, I just came from my T-ball party, and it was a wonderful event, event over at Meat Boss Restaurant over off Cottage Hill Road. My team mother, one of my team mothers on the Yankees T-ball team out of Municipal Park, Leah Lott and her mother want, run a wonderful barbecue business over off Cottage Hill Road. It's called Meat Boss, and she, Leah and her mother catered our party, and it was a wonderful event where we recognized the players with trophies and some of the coaches with, with trophies and, and baseball card albums and pictures. And, and it was a, just a great time for four- to six-year-olds after a, a perfect season. It's not easy to have a perfect season. Uh, we, we, we didn't win any games, but we had more fun than anything. And, and we had a, a wonderful event tonight. I want to thank Nick Wiggins. He's my producer. He's going to be helping us out behind the glass tonight. And June 9th through 11th, Bernie Carbo is coming back to town, and he will have his fantasy camp at Spring Hill College. So keep that in mind. Bernie Carbo fantasy camp, Spring Hill College, June 9th through 11th. And tune in tomorrow night or tonight. We're broadcasting a day later because of Memorial Day. It's Wednesday if you're tuning in, listeners, and thank you for tuning in to the Batter's Box on WNSP Now. But tomorrow night, 5.30 to 6, we will be talking to Bernie Carbo live, and he will talk more about his fantasy camp that will be taking place at Spring Hill College June 9th through June 11th. It's college baseball regionals time, and it's always an exciting time this time of year, and and I'm going to recognize some, some players that, that are from the local high schools that were awarded recognition this, this past week. Bishop State had players named to the first and second team. Tyrese Rooks, Gage Miller, Rashad Robinson, Bryce Eddington, Ethan Miller and Caleb Sanders were all named to the to the All-State teams and uh, first and second teams, and uh, that's an outstanding thing for, 
for James Hattenstein's players. James Hattenstein's done uh, great things at Bishop State. They finished 31 and 22 this season, 21 and 11, and it's the best season Bishop State's ever had. And last year they were 28 and 24, and they just keep getting better and better. So, local players, keep your eyeballs on Bishop State, and 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 James Hattenstein will be looking for local players, and and. Bishop State Wildcats have become one of the one of the better teams in in the state of Alabama in the community college competition. Over in Mississippi, in the Mississippi Mississippi Association of Community Colleges conferences, we had some winners uh, that were named All State. On the first team, former St. Paul's Saint player Will Passo out of Pearl River made the first team. Drew Druckenmiller out of Jones College from Faith Academy made the second team. Honorable mention went to Gabe Broadus of Pearl River Community College. He's also a Faith Academy. And Charlie Keller out of Mobile Christian was, was also named honorable mention. So those, those boys, young men, did great over in Mississippi. And congratulations to those guys that, who were playing on the community college level. And like I said, it's a great time of year with, with the NCAA college baseball cranking up. And uh, I think there's eight teams from the SEC that are hosting regionals. And, and even uh, Tulane Green Wave made it in. They set a record. They won their conference tournament. And Tulane's going to the regionals with a 19-40 and 40 record. Go Green Wave. <laughs> But I'll talk about some teams where Josh Gunther's going. Wake Forest is still ranked number one. I'm going to mention some of the teams that are competing in the regionals. Wake Forest ranked number one where Josh Gunther's going to go play. They're opening up Friday night. Sanford University won their tournament, and they're going to the regionals. Coach Tony David's done an outstanding job. Jake Holyfield, former St. Paul's player and Bishop State player, is going to be playing in the regionals for Samford. Grant Jay will be representing Dallas Baptist. Grant Jay was a catcher at Mobile Christian, and he's had an outstanding freshman season where he's hit 21 home runs and has 62 RBIs. He's hitting 337, and he's going to be uh, leading number 18, Dallas Baptist. Auburn Tigers have four players from Mobile, pitcher Parker Carlson from Faith Academy, Nate LaRue, a catcher from McGill, Cameron Keyshock, a right-handed pitcher from Spanish Fort, and Connor Copeland, a left-handed pitcher from Sarah Land, are going to be playing with Auburn. And Alabama has a player named Colby Shelton, who's hit 22 home runs. Sanford's got a John Anderson has hit 22 home runs. Auburn has Bryson Ware, who is at 24 home runs. Troy, who is in the regional tournament. Shane Lewis is at 27 home runs. Going along with Grant Jay's 21 home runs, all those players will be playing in the regionals. Eric Toth, a former McGill player, they're not, they're not going to be in the regionals where he plays at, at Mercer, but Eric hit 20 home runs and hit 329, had an outstanding season. And... Another, another team, Southern Miss, who's one of my favorites in this regional tournament. Chris Sargent 
just continues to play really good baseball. He's raised his average from about 210 to 260 with 12 home runs and 40 RBIs. He's out of Faith Academy. He's uh, one of the outstanding leaders for the Southern Mississippi baseballers. And Reese Ewing out of Faith Academy is hitting 255 with five home runs. Southern Miss is on the charge. They're ranked 13th in the nation presently. And Chris Sargent, look for him to hit his 50th home run in these regional games. He's got 49 home runs in his career at Southern Miss. So way to go, Chris Sargent. And like I said, there's going to be some exciting baseball in these regional tournaments. And just to go over some of the teams again, we got Wake Forest ranked at number one, Florida, Clemson, Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Stanford, LSU, Miami. Another one of my favorites is Sunbelt Conference team, Coastal Carolina. Connecticut runs, opens up in the top 10. Southern Miss comes in at 13. Dallas Baptist ranked 18. Auburn's at number 20. Tennessee's number 21. Alabama's number 22. And Texas A&M is number 25. But, you know, you can take those rankings and dump them out the window. Because in these regional games, it's all about who scores the most runs, who has the better pitching. And these games, most of them will be televised. So I encourage all you listeners, get in front of the TV for the next couple of weeks and watch these regionals and super regionals. Go at it until we can get some teams in the College World Series, and it's the most exciting time of year. Believe me, college baseball is where it's at. In just a few minutes, we're going to have Josh Gunther on the telephone, and we're going to talk some high school baseball and get his thoughts on what he's going to be doing when he arrives on campus for the Wake Forest Deacons, the number one team in the nation. Hey, Josh, are you on, are you on the line? Yes, sir. Hey, Mr. Joey. Hey, buddy. What's going on, buddy? Nothing much. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm glad that we have you on. We're talking with Josh Gunther of Bayside Academy. Josh, like I've mentioned before, several, several times, Josh, you're going to play with Wake Forest University, who's the number one ranked team in the nation. They got the number one ranked pitching staff in the nation. And you've had a wonderful career at Bayside Academy. You're the 2023 Baldwin County Pitcher of the Year, and you're the 2021 Baldwin County Pitcher of the Year. You've been Pitcher of the Week three times of the Midtown Optimist Club Awards. And uh, it's just been an honor to, to follow you these last three years, Josh. And you're taking it to higher levels, to, to the number one team in the nation. And let's start off with that. Just how does it feel to, to be part of that organization soon to be? Oh, it feels great. I mean, when I first committed, they, uh, they were below 500 in their win percentage. Their record was 23 and 27, and now they've been able to climb up to number one in the nation. It's awesome to see. I'm so excited to get with that coaching staff and all the players up there. Well, you know, they, they open up Friday night and, and I don't know what your connection with, with it is. I know your mother's told me that they, that they've been very, very good to you, keeping in contact with you and keeping up to par. But, but I wasn't aware that they were uh, mediocre at 500 when you decided to go play for them because I know that that's a very big-time academic at ACC school as well as, as athletics. So it looks like you've made the right choice. Yes, sir. 
Well, well uh, tell me something, Josh. What, what other schools did you have opportunities with to, to go play? Uh, I had Southern Miss was my first offer, and then a bunch of Alabama schools reached out. I talked to Louisiana Tech, Duke, uh, Columbia up in New York. But my dad really pushed for Wake Forest because of all the facilities they have. And, you know, they weren't very good at the they, – they were good, but they, were, they weren't the best at the time. And, you know, seeing that you could maybe go up and play as a freshman right away, make an impact on the team. And plus, they're a great academic school. They didn't have many commits. Some of the other teams I talked to had tons of commits. So that's, that's really what I was looking for. And Wake Forest, they fit that, fit that persona. Well, that's, that's a very intelligent choice and, 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 and really good encouragement from your father. You've got outstanding parents. Just like so many of these elite high school ball players have support from their parents, and it means so much, Josh. And and now you're going up, you're stepping into an organization that's 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 uh, it's it's as good as any in the country, and it, it's a big step. But but I I'm pulling for you. You know I have been for for three years now, and and when you step up to that next level, I hope you can start into that rotation or or wherever they 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 think that they need you, whether it be the bullpen or the, or as a starter. I guess that's 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 the unknown right now, but but just going up there with that kind of competition and that caliber of players, and and the way they're playing and pulling together as a team, is going to be a, a dream come true. And and when do you actually report for school and and for baseball? What, what what's your plans on that? So right now they have they have me shut down, done throwing for the summer. And they're having us report July 5th. So we'll go up, we have summer school, and we'll start training right away. As soon as we get up there, July 6th, we'll start. We'll start summer school. We'll start training, start back up throwing. They're going to build us up for fall ball. That's, that's, that's very professional-like. I, I, I like that system. Uh, but I'm not familiar with the coaching staff up there, but – but I, I'm going to follow that College World Series just like I do every year. And, and, and I can't jump too far ahead with, with Wake Forest because they got to earn it just like every other team. But I'm going to be sitting in front of that TV Friday night. And what's your plans for Friday's game? Oh, uh, I mean, we're definitely going to tune in, at least try. We've struggled getting ACC Network down here. But we're going to, we're going to try to watch that game. Okay, and I wasn't. I, I've got a. I, I'm kind of spoiled. I got a friend of mine that has. He's got a network system, and he does a great job with with tuning in to games. That that, that it, it takes the strain off me having to look. So I'm hoping he'll be able to get it. But I understand how we get shut down on some important games. But I'm gonna be pulling for Wake Forest for 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 the biggest reason be Josh Gunther, and and uh, Wake Forest is just an outstanding school. And I, I told your mother when you were named Pitcher of the Week earlier this season, I said, when Josh gets to Wake Forest, I want him to look around and ask about Brian Piccolo. And there's a movie called Brian's Song, and it's about Brian Piccolo and Gail Sayers. It's a real sad movie. 
And she said she was going to rent it and, and you and her watch it together. But uh, Brian Piccolo led the nation back in the mid-60s in rushing as a football player. And him and Gail Sayers, who Gail Sayers played at Kansas, went on to the Chicago Bears, and they became roommates. And, and of course, Sayers was the better player, but Sayers got hurt, hurt his knee, and Piccolo filled in for him. And uh, Piccolo, being from the Wake Forest, Deacons like he was and, and the star player he was, stepped in and, 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 and did real well in place of Gale Sayers. And, and, but then he got cancer, and he ended up dying. And it, it, it was, it's a tearjerker. So if you and your mama haven't watched that movie, uh, I, I encourage you to, to get down there with your dad and your mom and watch that movie or, or at least look around campus. There's got to be some things about Brian Piccolo on campus. So remember that when you, when you arrive at school. Uh, Josh. Yes, sir. <laughs> but, but that's outstanding. You know, uh, being recruited by Southern Miss and Southern Misses, they started a little slow this year, but they're on the climb. They've got a couple of players from Faith Academy, and and uh, they're going to be they're going to be tough in, in this tournament. Also, Ole Miss sent them home last year, and then went on to win win the national championship. So, so it's pretty cool to be talking to a, a player that that's it's it's getting ready to go go play with some of these big schools and but let's talk a little bit about your high school career Josh uh go when did you I picked up on you your sophomore year but but was that your first big year or did you did you play real well your freshman year how, how did that uh unfold playing for coach Matt Limbaugh over at Bayside Academy so freshman year was my COVID year I was uh I was a very skinny kid. I was I was not as strong as I am right now. I had a lot of stuff I needed to work on, and COVID coming around kind of helped because I found a place to go train in Mobile. So that fall, I went into sophomore year. I put on about 50 pounds. So I went from 150 to 200 pounds, and that really helped me pitching-wise because my fastball velo went up and my stuff got better. And that's really where that jump came from, from freshman year into sophomore year. And playing for Coach Matt Limbaugh, it was awesome because he, he's a really relaxed guy, but it's not too relaxed to where, you know, everybody's going to slack off at practice. We can talk to him like he's a father figure. It's, it's, it was a blast playing for him. Yeah, well, you know, I have I've got to know – Coach Limbaugh from him bringing you over so many times because I'm I'm pretty sure over the last three years and and I did do the COVID year as well, but it, everything got shut down and I love the way he said that that you were going to use at the luncheon last year last week that you were going to utilize your COVID year and come back next year <laughs> he would love <laughs> to have you back, but but anyway he is a great guy and I can understand how, how laid back he can be but I can also understand the fundamentalist that he is as well because he's a real smart guy and and he's got a he's he has a, a really great attitude towards his his school his team the parents and his players and talk about your teammates for a few minutes you, you've, you've had some good ones over the years and kind of highlight some of those and who, who's been important to you on the field over the years at Bayside Academy Josh well 
so freshman year, you know, I didn't I didn't get to get close with any of the guys because we ended up playing only 11 games before everything got shut down. But sophomore year, we only had three seniors. We had Cole Carpenter, Will King, and Robert Ricondo, and those three really they really showed our whole team how much high school baseball could mean to everybody. They showed they showed the compassion, the brotherhood. That was awesome. And then junior year, I remember start of the season, it was me, Brody Swindle, and Brett Nassande. We were competing like every week with our pitching outings. We were trying to see who could win the award for pitcher of the week. And that just gave so much more drive to that season. And then this past year, I mean, having Jack Woods, Cade Morris, and Jake DeVolk as our senior core has been a blast. They were a great group of guys, and I loved every minute we played together. Wow. You know, and I've, I've followed these guys, and I've met a few of them, and, and it's been a r- real cool thing to, to see these guys when they come to the Midtown Optimist Club award ceremonies to, to meet y'all and, and to, you know, to interact with y'all and, and get – and y'all don't get to ta- talk. And it's always the coaches, you know, getting y'all up there and, and you know, recognizing y'all and, and saying good things about you. But now's a good time to where you're able to speak, and, and, and it's, a, it's a great thing. And, and for the listeners out there, I'm going to go over some of the stuff that I have, uh, some of the numbers I have on, on Josh. And, and in 2021, he was 9-2 with 100 strikeouts and a 0.71 ERA, and that's when he was pitcher of the year as a sophomore for Baldwin County. And in 2022, Josh won six games. He had 84 strikeouts and a 1.17 ERA. And this past season, he was 10-1 and with 97 strikeouts and a 0.73 ERA. And... That, that adds up to 25 wins over the past three years and 281 strikeouts. And, and the ERA is, even with that 1.17, is probably still under, under one. But you're a pretty good hitter, too. But, but we'll talk about that in a minute. But, you know, I, I hope those numbers are, are accurate. They're not off by much. But, but, you know, this past season, y'all were really in control of – of your destiny, you, 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 but you know, you're limited to one game in these three game series is, and you, and you did your job every time. And, and, and then when y'all got UMS, you, you shut UMS down like you did in the, in the, in, in the season as well. Uh, talk about that in the state tournament. Uh, when, when you, when you, I think shut out UMS, shut them down, but they came back two games and talk about what that meant to you and how that unfolded your senior year against UMS, Josh? Well, I mean, it, it was just a tough matchup. They were playing really good baseball. I don't think they had a single error against us in three games. So they were playing great. I was I was effectively wild that game through a lot of pitches. But, I mean, getting to, getting to beat UMS after beating them in area was, I mean, that meant, that meant a good bit. That was fun. Plus, I know a few guys on there, Owen Ward and Alex Sherman. I train with them. They're fun guys to play against. They compete. They're really good. That game was that game was so much fun. Plus, the the crowd there was very rowdy. 
I love hearing all the fans. That kind of that gets me going a bit more than it usually does. And I mean, that that series was definitely a ton of fun, even though it didn't go our way. But I mean, it's still a blast. I'll remember that for years to come. You sure will. And you know, it's like when when I'm at these awards ceremonies and talking to you players, you young men and outstanding athletes, you can't help but flash back to when I was 17, 18 years old. And, and you don't forget. You do not forget. You'll never forget these times wherever you go, whether you get to the big leagues, whether you have an outstanding college season or whether you play minor league ball. But, you know, just enjoy those times and, 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 and remember them. And, and talk about the anticipation before going on to the mound and, and when you get out there on the mound and what some of your focus is, because you kind of remind me of the Jake Peavy type out there because, you know, kind of, you know, showing emotion, you know, being being zeroed in and, you know, just kind of a bulldog type type pitcher. Is that is explain how 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 it is for you, Josh? I mean, the the way I see it is, you know, I have my job I need to do. And if I don't succeed, I don't give the team a good chance to succeed at all. So I have to go out there and I have to compete. I got to trust my stuff. Uh, I've worked so hard for everything. So it's time to put that work to show. And then, you know, I, I really like, I watch uh, Wake Forest play during the regular season. They got a bunch of guys who got high energy and it's really fun to see because, you know, in the higher levels of baseball, you know, minor league and big leagues, there's not a lot of guys who show that, that energy and passion for the game, but watching them, they push for it. They thrive with it. And that was kind of a focus because when your team has a lot of energy, it's a lot of fun. Everybody's in good spirit. Even though the game may not go your way, you're still having fun. You're not getting lost and, you know, how am I hitting? How am I pitching? How many errors have I made? So going out there, I just try to do my job, and that way I can help my team win, make it as fun as possible. Well, that, that's, that's, that's a great attitude to have. And, and Josh, you're, you're not just a pitcher. You, you're, you're an athlete. And, you know, I know that you're, you're going to Wake Forest as a pitcher, but when you when – you, Come off the mound. You play shortstop. Is that where you play, or where do you play uh, in the field? Or are you are you more of a? What, what's your uh, primary position as a fielder? So usually it'd be first base or okay. second base, just because you know after game one my arm's sore. I don't want to have to make long throws across the diamond, so I try to stick over to the right side of the field. Very smart, very smart. Well, when you pick up the stick, when you pick up the bat, you 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 put up good numbers. You had good numbers this year. You you um you're about a 350 hitter. You hit with power. You you, you hit to all fields. You 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 hit doubles, triples. Um, talk about your ability to hit. Even though you may not hit much in college, or have they talked about that, or is that up in the air, or, or are you are they looking at you as a as a player as well? Because uh, you know it, it, it's, it's baseball slowly changing, and they're 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 trying to look for these athletes that are that are multi-craft and that can do both. Or, or is that a possibility when you get to the next level? 
Oh, absolutely. I mean, they uh, so the way it works in fall ball is the head coach was telling me and my dad is they give guys the opportunity to two way. So the opportunity is open to everyone. They can all go try. And the way they select if you could hit and pitch is based off of your numbers in the fall. So if you were in the top 10 batters, you can hit. If you were in the top five pitchers, you could pitch. And if you're in both, you get to get the possibility of two-way. Well, you know, that, that kind of philosophy may be one of the reasons why they're ranked number one in the country. So that's that's a good thing, man. But let's talk about your, your education. Uh, do you have a major or are you are you are you looking what, what are you looking at, at, at doing uh, when it comes to studying and, and getting in the books at, at Wake Forest? So their business school is very competitive up there. And I want to go into finance because my whole life I've been a math guy. Uh, numbers just come pretty easily to me. That's one of my strong suits and finance really really connects with me, so that's what I want to go into and study up there. Well, that's that's a good thing. We know your 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 daddy's a car dealer dealer owner, isn't he? Doesn't he? Is it uh, Gunther? Uh, what is it? What what's the name of your daddy's business over there? In Gunther Kia and Volkswagen. Okay, Gunther Kia and Volkswagen. He's probably his rivals, Dean McCrary, and I, I believe it or not, I bought three, three, three Kias in the past. And Dean McCrary, I went, and you can tell you if if your daddy's listening, I hope, hope I'm sure he is. But I went to school with Dean McCrary, and Dean has been so successful. And Dean's a year ahead of me back at Shaw High School, but but I'm a repeat customer for old Dean. So, uh, but your daddy's he's got the Eastern Shore covered over there with with that Kia. So. And you have two fine parents, and that's a that's a great thing. But uh, and I, I will mention uh, again, uh, Josh was the 2021 and 2023 pitcher of the year for Baldwin County in 2021, 2022, and 2023. He was the Midtown Optimist Club Pitcher of the Week all three years. So he's won five awards. Been over to Mobile, him and his parents, and Coach Matt Limbaugh for to be recognized for his abilities and he's getting rewarded by going to get to play for Wake Forest University, the number one team in the country. And Josh, it's been a real honor to have you on tonight. And we've talked about some, some really cool things and you seem to be moving in the right direction with a good head on your shoulders. And you're, you're a really great athlete and, all of Mobile and all of Baldwin County is behind you, buddy. And we always have been. And, and I hope to see you on TV pitching for Wake Forest Deacons and, and, or hitting for them or, and, and, and taking it to the next level, the professional level one day and, and, and possibly major leagues. And like I continue to tell you guys, you know, set your goals high and, and, and reach for them and, and, and don't give up. And, and it's, 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 it's been great talking to you, Josh. Thank you for having me, Mr. Joey. Man, uh, it's it's been a complete honor. And I want to leave you with one thing. Go Deacons. Yes, sir. Go Deacons. <laughs> All right, brother. I hope they win Friday night. It's been great talking to you, Josh. All right. Thank you. Have a good one. All right. You too, buddy. We were talking to Josh Gunther of Bayside Academy. And in just a few minutes, we're going to have 
Trevor Murphy from Baldwin County on. And I just want to say a few things about, about the show. This is the Batters Box on WNSP Now. And I want to thank Nick Wiggins, our producer, for allowing me to be part of this program. And, and as we go, we, you know, we've had some really outstanding guests. And our shows have, have, have been, I, will, I would say, I think they're pretty interesting. They've gotten rather lengthy. But, you know, we're, we're, we've had good guests, and we've talked about a lot of good baseball. And I'm solo tonight and going to be on again tomorrow night on live at 530, WNSP 105.5. So as you're coming home from work, tune in, and we'll, we're going to have – we're scheduled to have Bernie Carbo on for, for a few minutes to talk about his fantasy camp at Spring Hill College June 9th through June 11th. But – but there's been some some really cool guests on this show. This is this is my 16th show as the Batters Box host, and we've had two shows live, so that'll be 18 appearances. And and when I go back and look at at, at the, the the people and the athletes, former athletes, present athletes, coaches that's been on the show, I want to thank them for 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 taking their time to to talk baseball on the Batters Box because. It's, it's them that make up the show, and, and it, it's them that create the listeners and the interest in the listeners. And I want to thank you listeners for tuning in and continue to do that. And, and we got 17 hours plus of, of, of baseball talk in, in, in just these first 16 or 18 segments. So continue to do that, and, and we, will, we will be talking to Trevor Murphy on the other side. Hey, Trevor, you on the line, buddy? Hey, hey, Mr. Warner. Hey, Trevor. Hey, everybody. I'm talking with Trevor Murphy from Baldwin County High School. Trevor was the 2023 Baldwin County Player of the Year for the Midtown Optimist Club, and congratulations again on that award. You really deserved it, Trevor. And how is things going, my buddy? Yes, sir. I, I just want to thank y'all for giving me that award. It was it was really uh, an honor to be able to do it. But I'm I'm doing all right, just out here at the ball field helping some kids out and all that. But we just just been doing all my workouts and all that stuff since baseball season ended. So that's that's really about it. <laughs> well, that's that's a good thing. You know, you're you're a, you can look at you and tell, and then when you talk to you, it's just evident that you're baseball through and through it. But tell us what you're doing. You're actually out on the field tonight. You're 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 coaching a team. Tell us a little bit about that before we get started into what you've been doing with baseball. Tell us about what you're who you're assisting and coaching. Okay, so um, I just got the coaching job the the other day. It was actually like two days ago, and they they called me and said that I could help them out. And our first tournament is this weekend, and it's going to be a lot of fun. But I'm just I, I'm able. My brother's actually on a team, and I actually get to help him out and help all the kids out and be able to do everything and help be able to coach and just know what um, everything that I'm doing and just helping. Maybe someday I'll have a coaching career. Who knows? But um, I'm always into baseball and always able to help each other, help everyone out, and do everything that I got to do to be able to spread the knowledge of the game and do. And I, I love it, and I'm just going to keep doing it. And I, 
I'm doing it for Coastal Sports Academy. I don't know if you, anybody knows who that is, but it's his name. He, Matt Parkers runs it, and he he allowed me to be able to have the chance to be able to do this. So I was honored to be able to be able to do it. Yeah, I, I know Matt, and we're going to have him on this podcast soon enough. And he he does really good things for for local players, and and you're a product of that, and that 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 says a whole lot. And we're going to keep up with y'all. We're going to keep up with y'all through the summer, and 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 you help us out by by letting us know what's going on. You and I know your daddy Walt Walt Sims will as, as well, and your, your daddy's so supportive of you and your mother and your parents and and. Your your whole uh, you kind of, it's like you have an entourage, man, and you know, and, and it's it's deserving. I mean, you, your coach Trent Higginbotham has done an outstanding job with you. You have you have done wonders for Baldwin County Tigers for the past three years. Talk about your high school career a little bit, Trevor. So my high school career is probably like if you say it's kind of like I started my sophomore year. I didn't get to start until sophomore year, and then. Uh, well, I was able to play with a bunch of kids that are a lot older than me. I was the only sophomore that was on the team, so it was, it was a big thing. I got to be able to play, the young kids got to play. And uh, I really enjoyed my sophomore year. It was We we didn't do as well as we wanted to. We had some good players, but, I mean, it was, it was a fun time. I really got to enjoy it. And then my second year of high school, we had – we had a lot. We had a lot of players that were that were good, but we just didn't mesh well. But I had a pretty pretty well season that year. It was okay. I didn't start out well, but I was able to wind up with batting three forty two with ten doubles and a homer. So that was at least that was pretty interesting and all that and be able to fight through and just be able to finish that season. But then this year was this year was a whole lot of fun. I got to at least experience win a winning season. We. I was able to be a leader for the team. I was able to help younger kids out, like like how it was when I was a sophomore. Young, older kids, got, I got to be able to help those kids out because they'd never had experience. And pretty much this year, I was the only person that was able that started on varsity for all the, for at least a whole year. So it was a it was a lot different, and I was able to help those kids out. And we were able to fin- we we got to area play and some of those kids you could tell about the fourth inning of McGill we were winning eight to three and they were they all their eyes were starting to get big and everything the woman was getting big so we just had to settle them down but we wound up winning that game and winning the series and then Robert Stell that was our first like really big series that we had to fight for the area to be able to make it to the playoffs and the first game it was extremely great game if you were there it was Big, big energy. Everything was hype, and Robert Stills a really good team this year. And we were able to fight through that first game. We won five to four. Uh, we, I was able to make a diving catch in the last inning for a double play at the pitcher's mound, and that was really fun. Everybody was hyped and everything. It was so cool. And then we were able to get that last out for that first for that first win, which is a big win for us. And then the second game. It was where this was all jitters because everyone wanted to make the playoffs, and it was so everything was like everybody was like nervous. I mean, we started out we were losing three to one in the bottom of the six, and everybody, everybody just started. Maybe it was bottom fifth. I don't know, but we were losing, and everyone was able to fight back. We had some big hits. Robert still made some errors, but 
we're a lot we're a lot in a big scenario. Everything was a fight for the play that playoff spot. And Robert Shields finally stay fight to stay alive. So we were able to fight through that and we scored four runs in the bottom of fifth or I think. And we were able to win we found wound up well, funny story, we've gotten the seventh inning to top of the seventh. It was a lot of it was a lot of energy and a lot of emotions were coming out of people because everyone Bonkan hadn't made the playoffs in a while. We hadn't had a winning season. Twenty wins since seven twenty seventeen. Everyone was fighting for the twenty wins. They was fighting to make the playoffs but and we got a run I think the Robert Show scored a run and everyone was fighting. Everyone was there they were they was everyone was fighting, but they were also really nervous, really nervous because they'd never been in that spot. So, so kind of, and I've never been in that spot either. So we kind of had to settle them down. Coach Heat came out. JP, JP was about eyes wide. <laughs> and Coach Heat will probably laugh at that, but he really was. And we were able to. Coach JP was able to settle down. He fought back back and got two outs. Quincy Walters made a great play up the middle, and it was. It was a great team win. We won't clinch the playoff. Everyone was excited. I was hugging everybody, but and then so, but then we had to move on. But after that, after the Robert Sell series, it, everything kind of went downhill. We played Spanish Four, which the, the first and second game were really good baseball games, but we just weren't. We were too. We were young and never really experienced an area championship, and I've never even experienced an area championship. So we were young, made some errors, and we made some. We we lost the series that. Then we went to the playoffs, and we know we all know how that winded up. But it was a really fun, fun, fun year, and I was really excited to be able to do that this year, especially my last year playing for Baymanet since I've played for Baymanet for 13 years or 12 years. It's been so long, and I was able to at least say that I was a part of a winning season. So, well, that's 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 an outstanding recap, and I appreciate you reliving that for us. <laughs> You know, and Coach Trent Higginbotham has done an outstanding job. You know, his wife is a is a outstanding softball coach, and I grew up with her daddy, and and just her sister's a, a softball coach in the collegiate well, level as well. But but before we get into your stats, I'm going to tell the listeners about that in a minute. But mention some of those names of those younger players that 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 you mentored and, and were the leader of this year that. That, that could become the next Trevor Murphy because I understand what that leadership role is. I, I back when I was in high school, I, I tried my best to play that leadership role, and and it worked. And 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 I I I'll never forget those days. And and but but mention some of those players' names that that, that meant so much to you that kept you going, Trevor. Uh, so a lot of players is well. My type of leadership that I just, that I type of use, I've never been the type of guy that went out there and was always like trying to force people to do something. That's always I'm not trying to be angry at them if they make a bad play. I'm kind of the person that kind of like lifts them up. So a lot of people that I like to lift up were Quincy Walters. He was really he. If you had him on his game, he was really good. And he, I was able to talk to. How I was playing third base. He played shortstop. We sit there and have conversation with each other. And a really funny moment was that we ran into each other one time, which was really funny. Not wasn't funny at the time, but looking back on it, we have a picture of it. It's really funny. But we were also I was also able to help um, Worm. I think I was able. You don't know Worm, Landon Walker. Sorry, <laughs> but I was able to help. I've him. heard of him. I yeah, able, I feel like I feel like I was able to get to him and get try and get him to settle down sometimes because he liked to rush and do all the things. 
And we also uh, liked uh, Jackson Schuler. I've I've known Jackson since I was like freshman year. I played with him. He came in into the into the uh, system and everything. I was able to help him, and he's he's going to be a big pitcher next year for Ball County. And I was able to try and help him in the hit and try and help him be able to be concentrated, kind of smooth, because he would get angry because. He, I don't know if anybody realizes this, but he can't hit a curveball. But we tried to, we tried to settle him down one time. Spanish Sports Series, he was getting a lot of curveballs. He finally hit one up the middle, smack on. So we were able to calm him down and everything. And then I don't know, Aiden Owens is also a big one. He also was really good, and he was able, we were able to help him hit. I was in his BP group every single day, and if you saw his BP, it was probably most of the time better than mine. He was able. He's only a sophomore. He's gonna be really good one day, I think. He was hitting home runs and sometimes more home runs than I was. But he in the game, we tried to slow him down because he was trying to take big hacks, and we tried to settle him down and everything. And then also JP. JP's a really good player. He's gonna be a good pitcher. He he's hopefully we can get his velo up. But we we're also able to help him out and calm him down. Sometimes he was a big pitcher for us this year. And uh, we re- we re- I was able to calm him down some moments and be able to pitch that big moment. So I mean, it was a lot of there was a lot of there was a lot of people that I was able to help this year. I feel like, and uh, we also the whole team. I don't know. I can't go without talking about this. But throughout the whole entire school year, the most until about baseball season, it started to settle down. But we were able to do like a Bible study and in. in uh, in one of the in Fridays, and it was a lot of fun. We got to talk about the Lord. We got to talk about verses in the Bible, and it was everything we love. I love that. That's probably one of the biggest things I could say. That was the big thing that I could talk about. That I was able to talk to them about because I'm I'm really passionate about that too. And so that's my other passion besides baseball. So I was able to explain that, but it was it was a lot of fun, and I was able to help all them guys out. That's so cool, Trevor. It really is. We're talking with Trevor Murphy of Baldwin County. He was the Midtown Optimist Club Player of the Year for 2023. Also, he was the in the first week, I believe, the, the 2023 uh, player, uh, player of the Week. I, I mentioned Player of the Week a minute ago. You were Player of the Year for Baldwin County in 2023, but you were also Player of the Week for Week 1 where you pitched – a, a, a one to nothing shutout, but you also hit a home run to win the game. And it, talk about that game for a minute before we before I tell the people about your stats. So that game, we I think I'm trying to remember what we what we did before that game, but I think we were losing a couple of games. We I think we lost the game, or maybe we did. No, that's what it was. We had a bad day that Tuesday. And then that Thursday, everyone was kind of, you kind of had the, everyone was kind of down. And I was able to, the first inning, everyone was kind of down a little bit. We couldn't pick, the energy was kind of low, but the first, the first inning I was able to, in the top of the first, I was able to hit a home run and made it one to nothing, which was really exciting because it was my second home run of the year. At least you knew you were over one home run this, this year. It was really cool to know that. And then when I went out there to pitch, so when I went out of the pitch, it was a lot. It was kind of like, okay, I got to pitch because the day before I was having some shoulder problems, but I was able to work it out and be able to go out there and pitch. And I was able to do to be able to. I didn't have my curveball the second inning and through like three innings maybe. 
I didn't have a curveball. I threw a lot of fastballs, but we were able to make some defensive plays and all that, which I, which I don't throw too hard. I was just able to get ground balls and help defense because if you look at my strikeout numbers, not not very good for 57, eight innings this year. So I was able to just put the fastballs in the zone, and then it was really hot that day. I think that was the first day it was like really, really hot outside, and there was bugs everywhere. So I was able to ask somebody, Some one of my teammates, had I had to ask him for a shirt to be able to wipe myself off because I was sweating so bad. And I also had to get a rosin bag. So once I got the rosin bag, started getting the sweat off of me, I was able to start getting curveballs in. So once we started getting curveballs in, it was able to work everything in, and we were able to do everything that I pitch, pitch. I think I did make fastball curveball that day, and I was able to work everything. And after the fourth inning, I was able to work everything, and it was – it was big time, and we were able to win that game one nothing. I think it really that that was kind of a turning moment where we started kind of turning a little bit because we kind of we kind of won a game, and we started. We think that made us three two, and it really was a big thing. It was a big thing. It was a big thing for me. I mean, I can say that because I mean it was one of those things that rarely happens, and I kind of get to look back later on in life. I'm like, get tell my kids one day, or kid tell. People like that I get to say, "Hey, I won one nothing game. It was pretty." And I pitched the game and had a home run, so it's going to be cool one day. And I, and we were able to play big time defense that day, so I was really happy, and I was able to happy to get that team win. That's so good. We're talking baseball, with Trevor Murphy, and it, this is this is what this show's all about, listeners. And and you know, talking baseball in the batter's box with with Joey Warner and and Trevor Murphy out of Baldwin County. He's a pitcher. But he also plays third base when he's when he's not pitching, and Trevor hit 451 this season, 46 hits, scored 26 runs, hit seven home runs, drilled 14 doubles, scored at four, 46 hits, 14 doubles, two triples, seven home runs, walked 15 times, was hit by a pitch 14 times. And the cool thing was, in 133 plate appearances, he struck out just five times. So that means he's got the, the bat in his hand when he comes to the plate. And on the mound, he pitched in 11 games. He was 6-3 and three with a 3.16 ERA, 40 strikeouts and 57 innings. He already told you about the strikeout ratio. But, hey, that, what that means is he's dependent on his defense. He's just, he's just pitching the ball where, where the batter can't hit it to where – his defense can make the play. But the, the impressive thing was he had six complete games. So so those are some really good numbers. And, Trevor, outstanding baseball. And and th- these kind of numbers and your leadership skills and, and your attitude and your philosophies and your experiences has, has earned you a scholarship with Coach James Hattenstein at Bishop State Community College, who is one of the up-and-coming community college schools in the – state of Alabama, and you're coming over here to Mobile to play next year. Tell us, tell us how you feel about that. Well, I'm gonna, it'll be a lot of fun. I mean, it's a big journey to be able to go from high school to college. I mean, it's, it's a low percentage people get to go play college baseball. And so, I mean, I'm, I got the honor to be able to do it. And I, I give thanks to all the people that are with me. Coach, Coach Higg really helped me be able to do this. Coach Matt, who's led me. And all of my travel ball coaches in the past and all my city ball coaches, everything, be able to help me and be able to grow the game of baseball and everything. But I also want to thank Coach Hattenstein for giving me 
the ability to be able to go play college baseball. I get the chance to be able to show my skills to a lot of other people and get to do everything that I, that I want to do to be able to at least still have the option to go do more instead of just high school baseball. But I'm going to really enjoy Bishop Coach Haddenstein. I, he was the only coach that took me on a visit, so it was a really – it was, I didn't have to go try out or anything. He really trusted my ability. So after I went to some tryouts for colleges, it was a lot of I went to try out and everything. Some some people said I, I, that I didn't that I wasn't going to get an offer that day or anything. They wanted me to come back. So I was like, well, you know what? Coach Hanson really get, has took a shot on me. Like he's given me a chance to go to go play, and he didn't even really. He only saw me over the summer. He didn't even ask me to come. He showed my me and my dad around at Bishop State. He's super nice. I really enjoy the conversations that we had and everything. So I decided to go to Bishop, and I feel like he actually is going to help me grow. There's more people that are growing at Bishop, and there people are going out to play college baseball. So, I mean, that's, that's giving me more of an opportunity to be able to go play with people that are going out to play past Bishop and everything. So I'm really going to enjoy the experience. I get to play at Bishop State for two years, and it will be a lot of fun. Well, that's outstanding, and, and it's a wonderful opportunity. Well, you know, you're being a pitcher and a third baseman. I, I know it's the unknown, and I, I, we talked to Josh Gunther about this earlier. And uh, what are your thoughts? Would you like to pitch and play third base, pitch and hit? On the next level, or, or or do you want to just – what do you think? Are you just going to play it play it as it, as it happens? Well, I'm going to take every opportunity that I can, but I'm, I want to play the field. I, I really don't want to do pitching anymore because it really takes a, to, a, a toe on my arm and everything because I've had arm problems in the past, which this year was the first time that I've ever – my first two years of high school only through – only through 20 innings in those combined two years, and this year I threw 58. So, and I've also had all problems in the past and everything. So, I'm really just trying to work on trying to be able to play third base or second base, wherever that, wherever Coach Hattenstein wants me to play. Um, I'm, I just want to be able to hit and everything. But that's his opportunity. Whatever he wants me to do, I'm going to do whatever he asks me to do. And that's that's just I'm just that type of player. I'll do whatever I got to do. That's great. And you know, you mentioned your your Christian values and your 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 uh, love for God and all that, and that's obvious, and that's 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 what we're supposed to do. And and but but at, at the same rate, as far as education, do you have your goals on on a major, or or do you or what do you plan to do uh, otherwise with with the books and, and education? <laughs> Well, at Bishop State, I'm really going to be worrying about trying to get my basics done, trying to do everything that can do before I go off to maybe somewhere else because I don't know where I'm going to go past Bishop State. I'm going to figure out – I want to be able to figure out what I want to do wherever I go to college at because, you know, the majors change and all that. The majors are different at colleges and everything, so I'm going to try to figure out what after that. But, I mean, in my mind, I could either be – I'm either thinking about either growing up and being a baseball coach one day, or maybe one day becoming a, maybe one day coming a preacher. Who knows where God takes me? I don't know. I'm just gonna, I'm just in the path and do, doing all that I got to do for, for Him, and that's I, I guess He'll take me wherever I got to go. Well, that's a good way to look at it, buddy. I'm telling you, that's a cool thing. And last but not least, I communicate I communicate with your dad, Walt Sims, quite often on 
Facebook. And you know, again, listeners, check out my Facebook page, Mobile Baseball Connection, for all the baseball smorgasbord that you can that you can uh, take in. Uh, I, I try to put it out there for the for the reader, and and I, this show, the batter's box, is for the listener. But Walt Sims has been an outstanding father for for you, and I've seen the videos videos of you coming up as a as a youth ball player. But mention mention your dad a little bit, and and, and the encouragement that he gives you, and what that means to you. My my dad is a is a really great father. He's been able to teach me baseball and help me teach to become a become a man one day. And he's really helped me with baseball. And since I was probably, I've, been, I've probably thrown a baseball since I was two years old, maybe. And I've done that since and everything. I started playing actual t-ball when I was five. He was able to help me grow. My dad was never my coach. He never coached me in city ball or anything. He's always the person that sat in the outfield and took videos. If you if you go if you go to my house and and look at all these these videos that my dad has, he'll literally have every video of me hit every home run, every double, every base hit, all the big time plays. My dad's always the person that's videoing everything, videoing everybody. He always he always feels like he has to video everybody because he wants he doesn't want to miss anybody. He's helping everybody create highlights. He helped. I don't know if you know Justin Brunson. He helped Reese Buck and Quincy Walters and everybody out. He was able to help them video in videos and all of my videos when I was younger and all the all the tournaments that we won and everything. And I'll be able to look back one day and be like, "Hey, those were some great times." And my dad took those videos, and I really do love him for that. It'll be I really enjoy that in the future one day. But right, and I enjoy everything that I was able to post in the past and everything. And all the videos he took this year that you were able to be able to put on your Facebook page to be able to support us and show us who what we've done throughout the year and this it it's it's a great thing to have. Although sometimes you're like, eh, you don't have to video so much, but then it's also like, well, one day I'm gonna look back and be like, dang, that was a great time that you took a video of that. When I'm able to experience that again, like especially when we clinch the playoffs, I'm always gonna have that video. I'm always gonna be able to look at that and be able to say. Hey, that was a great time. I was so excited. Probably that, probably one of the happiest moments of my life, and that was pretty cool. So I really do love him. I I thank him for everything he's done for me in baseball, and I hope be able to see many more videos next year. <laughs> yeah, that that oh, he's not going to stop. Believe me, he's he's a great man, and and that's a good thing. And and hold on to those memories, and when you have them in video and. In photographs, it's priceless. It's priceless, Trevor. And you mentioned home runs earlier. You hit seven home runs. It was, was you, you were leading both counties for for quite a while there. And then Edward McLeod over at St. Paul's got started knocking them out of the park in multiples. And but uh, that, that's saying a lot to to to, to do that. And again, your, your dad's done the right thing. I, I as a father did the same thing for my daughters and. And mainly for for their teammates as well, and that, that's what your dad's done because he has fed me statistics and sent me stuff for the past two seasons, and it's it's very appreciated. And and what you what you've represented at at Baldwin County and Coach Trent Higginbotham and and your teammates is honorable. And I, I want to thank you for coming on to the batter's box tonight and and talking to the listeners and talking with me and. It's been inspiring to hear you, and 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 again, the same thing we've told Josh Gunther and and Edward McLeod and and, and Olin Ward and the, and the others that, that have participated on this show that 
all of Mobile and all of Baldwin County is pulling for y'all. And, and you're going to be local here next year, so that gives everybody an opportunity to see you as much as we can and, and follow you. So we all wish you the best of luck, Trevor. And, again, thank you for coming on the show, bud. Yes, sir. I really want to thank you for allowing me to come on the show and be able to talk about what I've done in the past and everything done through this baseball season. And I also want to thank you, Mr. Warner, for being able to put all my stats and all these, all my other teammates' stats and everything, go show the videos and be able to show everything that we play off spots and everything like that. It was a great time, and I really do thank you for having me on the show. Uh, well, it's hey, you're always welcome. We're going to have you on again, you and Josh both, as it goes. But, but uh, you know, the, the Tigers had a great season, but I'm going to leave you with this. Go Wildcats. Hey, go Wildcats. <laughs> <laughs> you went from a Tiger to a Wildcat. So I wish you the best of luck next year at Bishop State, Trevor. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right, buddy. It's been great. Have a good night. All right, bud. Thank you. Okay, everybody, all you listeners out there, thank you for tuning in. We've talked to two two outstanding athletes that are moving to the next level. They've had great high school careers, and 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 we're we're looking for the other ones to follow follow their lead. And and again, thank you for tuning into the Batters Box with Joey Warner on WNSP now tomorrow night or tonight tonight. It's Wednesday. Tune in to WNSP 105.5 at 5.30 on your drive home or 5.30 at home. Turn it up loud on, the, on, the, on your computer or on your cell phone and listen to 30 minutes of Joey Warner, The Batter's Box, on WNSP 105.5. This is Joey Warner, and I'm signing out. <laughs>